Tandi Somazwai, Nislibele Ukuba, Nizalwa, Ngobani, have you forgotten your roots? The people who came before you and their relevance to you. We move now to the province of the Eastern Cape. If you recall, in May last year, Africa Day, we started what we never thought would have lasted as long as it has, where we started to celebrate and engage in African languages. That day specifically, we called on everybody to speak whatever language they felt comfortable in on SAFM and engage us on the very significance of language, which I tie to culture. Culture is language. Language is culture. That is a fundamental view that is held widely by many. Of course, it doesn't mean because one cannot speak one's language, one is without culture, but I think the thesis of it all is this. Language is tied and couched in culture, and the opposite is true. And this evening, we have the honor of welcoming Mr. Asake Kunzulana, musician and language practitioner, St. Andrew's College in Makanda, formerly Grahamstown. Of course, those rodents among us will know exactly where that is, Rose University former students. We're celebrating the language of Isikosa this evening, and perhaps we might involve what music means to the language and how the language itself has evolved through music. So I'm not going to say much because I don't want to prompt him. Engage us as we are your students there. Asaki, good evening. Welcome to SAFM. Um, thank you to you and also the listeners at home. And certainly the listeners at home are most encouraged to engage us in the language of Isikosa to the extent that we can give each other some historical perspectives of our language so that we can equally educate those who are that way inclined, who are interested in the language. It does remain an English-speaking medium, that is SAFM, but it is inevitable certain things cannot be translated, as they say, so to the extent it is necessary to engage in Asake, go for it. Music, language, the interrelatedness thereof. I mean, there are many monuments around where you are right now that pay homage yeah. to many doyans of the struggle for our liberation. Prominent Kosa figures, oh, Hinza, oh, Makoma, oh, Nele, oh, Makanda, you name them, they are there. Yeah, yeah. Language Mm. 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 Mm.
my guest is essentially saying that the Kosa language is within the Nguni cluster of languages, which here in Southern Africa, as we now know it, or in South Africa specifically, encompasses the languages of Isindebele, Siswati, and Amazulu. Kosa specifically is unique in the way that it is spoken for. It encompasses cliques the C, X, and Q, and derivatives or combinations thereof, for instance, K, R, G, Q, are within all of that. He's now telling us about the relationship between the Khoi and the San people, whose click language itself has given the Kosa language so many of its own words. And Pastor, I might take the initiative here to say, a simple example, Rikha is, and I don't know which language within the Khoi and the San language groups is a word from, but specifically means the same thing as it does in Isikosa, and it refers to a doctor. If you say it refers to something else within the Kosa language. So um, Asaka is just telling us about how the language has evolved and specifically the ties it enjoys with the Koensan languages. Kubege Kamplegas. Lulunilulinizamatagani. <laughs> Look <laughs> Okay. <laughs> The Kosa people have largely settled in what is now known as the Eastern Cape province, although some will be found in other parts of the country, not least the Western Cape. Interestingly, for those who might not know, there is a strong Kosa contingent in the very heart of Zimbabwe who have been the subject of some research in recent times. In fact, there is a Kosa thesis at PhD level that focuses on that very community of the Kosa people in Zimbabwe. The Rhodes Scholar, whose name now escapes me, is the one who conducted that research. Let me perhaps engage you with a couple of questions just so that it's not exclusively an umshobawenene conversation here, um, my brother. Can we talk about 
the relationship, you mentioned something which is quite an important part of our history. Certainly, the people in Uppington, like Aisha, will take to this, and I'm asking this because we've got a strong following in the Northern Cape, among others, Aisha. The relationship between the Khoi and the Sen communities and the Tosa people, more especially when our language, Nguni as it may be, it has borrowed so much from the Khoi and the Sen languages. Many of our traditional homesteads or villages, if one is that way inclined, they will find lots of history in the form of rock art. I know, for instance, where I come from, Ehewood, there are sand paintings on the rocks. That relationship, and to the extent that what do we know that, or what should we know that we don't know from our history? Yeah. Um, this inter-relationship between Amatosa and Amatagani is a relationship I'm not quite sure the relationship Kuba yonke lembe siketa as imbali, ndoba imbali, iti kanje kwenze ka oku nuku nuku yana, otongu kukasikona na msanchi, inomba kwenze kandoni. Ingadile ke olo mnubile lwa anapadu kwa matosa, na matakanyi, kubu misipila kubu, ba na msanchi. Yes, let's open up the lines for those who want to participate. Johannesburg 714-2006, and of course you are free to participate in what we usually engage on this platform, but for those who are closer speakers and to feel like Ugungomba is Fubazabu, feel like being proud and speaking the nation, the Kosa language on national radio, they certainly are free to do this. For those who may be lost as, ex- as to exactly what we are doing, we are engaged in the language of Isikosa, part of its history and some of the traditions and customs that have come to define who the Kosa people are. If you are in a position to share some of those things that are uniquely and innately Kosa, most certainly you are welcome to share those with us. You are free to speak in Isikosa as you are to speak in English. And where I believe I certainly can translate with the necessary accuracy, I will endeavor to do so. The time is 21.34. We have another 10 or so minutes. We have Mr. Asake Unzulana, who is a musician and language practitioner at St. Andrew's College in Grahamstown. He is our guest this evening. Carry on, please, my brother. Let's talk about some unique customs, and particularly those that we find are delivered through music or are made more and more relevant through music. For instance, one yeah. of the things that have come to define African people in general, not just Tosas specifically, is that in song lies so much of our history. And and perhaps we should engage this question that has been in the national headlines in recent times, the Dubula Ibunu political struggle song, which has come to offend the Africana community in particular, and I don't know if mm. it is on record where anybody else or any other language interest is offended by that, but certainly, Dubula Ibunu, let me, let, let me not use that as the sole example, but struggle songs themselves, mm. one who would never have been part of the struggle, by simply understanding what the struggle songs say and learning when they are often engaged or triggered or sunk, to put it simply, mm. one will, by virtue, have a closer and a deeper understanding of history by simply engaging or interacting with struggle songs. Now, this is not something which is scientifically documented. 
but something which nonetheless tells the story of the pain of our forefathers dating back from the times of Makoma, who you mentioned. Talk to us about the significance of that in the languages of, in the African languages and Kosa language in particular. Um, one of the very most evident things with African cultures across board is the use of language and song as a commentary in social norms. Which, which, which means uh, when the hosting family is not giving food to the guests, they would sing that song as a commentary to that. So they always send a message with song. Now, if you look at uh, the political sphere of our southern past and the present, the same songs that we used deliberately, intentionally, to evoke a certain notion, to evoke a certain thought, and also to encourage the people. Mm-hmm. And it is the history which is mostly on the disposition of land of Africans during the apartheid regime. So as in Goma, um, and Enoch Sondong, when he wrote that song specifically, it was the faith that Africans had. Hold the thought. We do have a bit of time, but I do want to engage some of the listeners who are now turning into callers. Let's go to Africa, Eteguini, that is KZN, and let's also go to Western in Kebeha. Africa. Africa us to put this topic to, to speak now. One, Africans, we never arrived in, in, here in Azania. We were born of Itu. Itu gave birth to six of our four bears. Unama, Uherero, Uharanga, Ovambo, Lobedu, Sen, and Benguni. We were born of Itu. We never arrived. This woman from Northern Cape, who keeps on saying Azania belongs to the sand, is wrong. Sand is the youngest of the seven. So we never arrived here in Azania. We should put this to bed. It is dividing the Africans. We are Africans, and we are here, and we've always been here, even before Moses, my, our son, was born. We built the pyramids here in, on the continent. So we are Africans, and the sand is no different from the Herero. The sand is no different from the Nama. The sand is no different from the Karanga or the Ovambo, the Banobedu. And we are one. We are seven, and we're born of one. Itu. And that should be clear to all of us. Thank you so much, Africa Eteguini. Let's go to Western Ekobeja. Mono, mono, songers. Bayete, bayete, ba. We are a girl boy, man. We don't want Jabule. For this cause, for this cause, I don't need it. We are a girl boy. Amako. Eh, 
Thank you so much, Weston Lee. If I may just uh, try and translate or give the thesis of what his contribution was in the 50 or so seconds that remain. Tricha in Makanda will take you after the um, short ad break. Weston is saying that he is what we refer to as a praise singer. And he draws particular distinction to the work of a praise singer or the inspiration that comes in the words and mouth of a praise singer. It's not the science as we know. This is not something that is rehearsed. It is something that is received through the spirit, intercessionary, if you like. And as a result, they even surprise themselves in what and how they say what they say. They say for the first time certain words that they didn't know even existed, but they mention them because of the spiritual realm that they have entered. He appreciates the platform, he appreciates the celebration of languages, and he implores Kosa speakers and Kosa language enthusiasts to invest more, especially in the writing of the language. on SAFM. Not a hall or good evening from Makanda. Thank you, my friend. Thank you, even to your guest. Hey, ah, you make me feel very, very, nostalgic. Hey, brother. Please, if you have any, my daughter, Nditi. Ah, Polikaya! Polikaya! I'm just uh, uh, praising King Yamatosa, you know. Mm. And, uh, uh, you know, our language is very ancient, brothers. When we talk about Nguni, Uteta, Umto Akkala, Yafunubuza, Apa Kutata, Kamandi, Slapa Kumshaba, Uhumye. Jemba, Esosha, Nje, Apa, Kwezi Skolo, Uhumye. Unda woni kulangubo ipetwe ipensalpo yendokba. Ilwe nizetu kuko ama kama ektua akwata ayatuka njalo njalo. Londo ifumane sekeke yendokba inefute lebukoloniale. Ne, 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 nefute ke lezinye ke ingole za matuwe ifumane sekeke yendokba. Tukiza mutunzela. Ulwe nizetu lesi indu lesi nguni. Lesi stosa. Itibene nefakanga. Mm-hmm. So, 
Very well. Thank you so much, Bogletha. Much appreciated. His question is simply, what does our guest have to say in relation to what the Pan-South African Languages Board has cited, that some of the critique of the Xhosa language being rude, for instance, is predicated on it being viewed through the prism of colonial structures and interpretation of language and the adoption of other faiths as we have intertwined with these language groups who are now looking to interpret the closer language and finding it offensive. He is essentially asking for the comment of our guest, Mr. Asake Kunzulana. I have space maybe for one more caller, but so far, Mr. Kunzulana, perhaps you might respond and maybe you might respond in English so that we can, as we started, just engage everybody as much as possible. All right, English and clear. Um, thank you so much uh, to the caller for that question. Um, this is the South African National Board of Indigenous Languages. Um, they held a conference earlier this year in January in Tata in, di- in discussion about those things that um, there's some elements of vulgarity in the African languages, especially in Sikosa. I think um, when we look at African languages, cultures, and traditions through the norm or the lens of Europe, then we are in for a very, very big, uh, long argument and uh, historical misconception at times. Because with any language, there are elements whereby certain words which are meant to sort of ukutindela abandu gwenzeme ukugwema. I think uh, across all languages, there are some elements of uh, vulgarity, especially when you want to sort of um, and these words, they come out of um, anger certain times and they come out of caution. So um, it's similar with also how uh, Europe came and imposed which is um, a traditional beadwork which girls usually wore back in the time and they would say it was nudity. It was a whole different thing because it was celebrating the genetic testing in the uh, village communities in South Africa and Africa at large. So most of these things, they are commented on based on the European lens. And it's sometimes difficult. Um, it just uh, kills the whole notion of why you do certain things in the African culture. Very well. Let's leave it there. Thank you so much for your time. We do appreciate that. And I'm sorry that we have to cut it so abruptly. I mean, at what point would we be able to cut it where it wouldn't be abrupt? Because when we talk about language, we're talking to people, we're talking about lived experiences, we're talking about the very essence as to who they are, their identity, their culture, traditions, customs. You name it, it is all infused and is predicated within language. 2147 is the time. Asake, thank you so very much for your time. Let's say next week on Zdunas Ablif Afrikaans. Egvo Afrikaans volgende week doen. Ons sal volgende week Afrikaans praat. Goeie naand allemaal, sien jylle volgende week.